0: Hello everyone, and welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute for Medical Informatics World, which runs from May 22nd to 23rd, 2017 in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Caitlin Waters, Associate Conference Producer. We have with us today two of our speakers from the Telehealth Integration and Implementation Conference, Dr. Denise Gomez, the Clinical Director in the Adult Medicine Department at the North County Health Services, and Dr. Kathleen Myers, Chief Medical Information Officer at Arista MD. Dr. Gomez and Dr. Myers, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Caitlin. What would you
0: say are the problems with the current referral process?
1: Patient referrals from primary care providers to specialists are increasing rather significantly. A decade ago, 4.8% of all physician visits ended up in a specialty referral, and now that number is close to 10%, and they're anticipating that this number will double again in the next five years or so. And research suggests that more than 50% of these specialist referrals in the United States may be inappropriate or unnecessary. And sending these unnecessary specialist referrals have significant consequences, both in billions of dollars that are wasted, as well as clogged physician schedules with long wait times, decreased patient satisfaction, and worsening health outcomes. In addition to problems with unnecessary referrals, there's the challenge of access to specialists, which is an especially critical issue for underserved populations. There are a limited number of specialists that accept new Medicaid or underinsured patients, and a disproportionate number of these patients tend to be located in rural or underserved areas, which also have access issues. So Arista MD has set out to address these challenges through our e platform. So I would just like to add to that as far as the
2: problems is there really is the way the referral process is currently a lack of communication both between the specialist and the provider. There's not really any kind of way to get information back and forth, even in the technological age that we live in right now. In the research that I was looking at, 34% of specialists report not receiving any information. And then 62% of primary care providers uh, receive results. And so there's a big gap between the communication, which again can lead to duplication and testing, medical errors, and again,
1: a kind of poor quality of care.
0: How can you leverage technology to help with these challenges?
1: The RISTA the e-consult platform offers a new innovative model of care It helps to reduce these unnecessary referrals and improve access to specialists. It's a comprehensive solution and the only one in the market that combines clinical checklists that were developed with UC San Francisco. And we combine that with an e-consult platform that's HIPAA compliant and allows primary care providers to connect directly with specialists. And then we have a robust set of data analytic tools that help us to analyze the effectiveness of this process. These clinical workup checklists cover approximately 200 conditions, and the checklist helps the primary care providers validate their diagnosis and help them select the appropriate workup path, labs, imaging studies to do the most efficient workup prior to the patient being sent off to see a specialist. This approach has helped us to eliminate more than 50% of the in-person specialist visits that are today referred from primary care. And when a patient is sent to be seen by a specialist, it helps them have the appropriate workup so that that specialist visit can be efficient and productive.
2: When you look at some of the observational studies that have been done, they definitely have found that you have reduced waiting times for patients to access specialty care through this technology. And actually, like Kathleen said, can reduce a face to face consultation from 8.9 to 51 percent, depending on the specialty that you're utilizing at any given time. So, they definitely, it's a benefit for primary care providers and as well for the patients.
0: What do you see as the major barriers or challenges to be able to implement this technology?
2: that we have is the integration into our current electronic health record. A lot of the information needs to be sent through an indirect method. So we've had to do work around for that issue. The second barrier that we needed to overcome was actually getting our providers to utilize the service. We basically rolled the pilot out in one of our clinics and it spread to the rest of clinics and fortunately just doing a lot of education, the providers were able to see how they could improve their patient care and even the learning process for themselves through the workup checklist
1: to be able to really see the benefits of utilizing the technology. I think that's a very key point and any advancement or new technology, even if it's beneficial, is a change in workflow. And that's tough for busy physicians to find the time to learn a new process and then incorporate it into their practice. So as Denise mentioned, changing behavior and driving engagement is essential to show that there's a value behind what we're doing. And we've also heard that in other systems, many healthcare systems have spent hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars on electronic medical records, and they're consequently hesitant to involve any process that works outside of their EHR or has to integrate into their EHR. But the integration process is becoming more streamlined with time, and these big healthcare systems are realizing that their EHRs can't serve all the functions uh, necessary to optimize care. So they're becoming more willing to consider working with uh, third parties to provide these services. The other
2: barrier That's pretty obvious, kind of like the elephant in the room, is the reimbursement, which, again, we've been able to start some pilot studies in our clinics that have our Medicaid uh, contractors start to help pay for some of these consultations so that we can reduce the overall specialty costs for our contractors. you want to mention anything about that, Kathleen?
1: Yeah, that's a great point. The financial reimbursement is always a discussion item. We find that those organizations that are at risk financially immediately see the benefit of this, and more and more organizations are going to financial risk or to value-based care. So we're starting to work with lots of healthcare systems and IPA groups that understand this benefit and need to drive quality care at a significant cost savings.
0: Thank you for your time today, Denise and Kathleen. You're welcome. That was Dr. Denise Gomez from North County Health Services and Dr. Kathleen Myers from Arista MD. They will be speaking at the Telehealth Integration and Implementation Conference, a part of the upcoming Medical Informatics World, which runs from May 22nd to 23rd, 2017 in Boston, Massachusetts. If you'd like to hear them in person, go to www.medicalinformaticsworld.com for registration information and enter the key code PODCAST. I'm Caitlin Waters. Thank you for listening.